Welcome back to Matthews Arena here in Boston on the campus of Northeastern. The score at the end of two is Northeastern three, Merrimack nothing. Mike back with John Leahy. And tonight's second intermission is brought to you, as it always is, by Merrimack Grad School. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Mike McMahon joins us from the Mac Report. College Hockey News and the Eagle Tribune. And, uh, Mike, I think we were sitting here saying you're probably thinking the same thing up there when the, they had that great, especially the opening 10 minutes of the second period and the power play, too, uh, and weren't able to score. You knew that was going to come back to hurt them. Uh, they end up giving up the late goal, even though overall they outplay the Huskies in the period, uh, but falling behind now by the score of 3 to nothing. Yeah, I mean, the first 10 minutes of the period were probably the best 10 minutes they've had all night, yeah. Uh, I think the shots on goal at one point were 11 nothing. so I mean, that, that's, that's pretty good advantage, it's a pretty good edge, so uh, to, to not get a goal out of there, I, I thought the, the first first three or four minutes of the first period in the first ten minutes of the second period were definitely the two best sort of segments of the night, um, but they still sit here, you know, without a goal, so i uh, got to find a way to score, <laughs> I mean it's been, it's been, I feel like we've been saying the same thing for a while but uh, it's it's got to find a way to score goals, I mean that, that's been the thing for, for, you know, a while, for most of the season Almost ironic that during the week uh, you had some great stories this week, but one of them, Mark Denny, talked about them charting the goal and where they've come from and so on, the, the, the attempts, and I think, and, 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 and all of that, and that they found that the majority of their goals were being scored, as you would expect, the greasy area right around the crease and so on. And what happens when Northeastern gets two in the first period and then another one in the third period, just like that? Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, so I, I didn't realize that they did that. But the chart, um, basically what they did was they, they charted where or how their goals were scored. You know, when they scored in the rush, when they scored with a guy in front of the net, they've scored 30 goals this season. 17 of them have come with a guy directly in front of the net. So, I mean, you hear coaches talk about it a lot. Hey, we got to get to the net more. I mean, every coach in the country says it, but uh, they have evidence like that. When you look and go, okay, well, they're more than half of our goals have scored. We have something planted right in front of the net. That's that's evidence I think you can use and internally say that's something you got to do, do more of. Um, lines were changed up. Uh, they've had a couple of weeks now since the last game. A lot of practices, scrimmage games, and so on. Uh, they, they tried changing up the lines. I thought that in you know, the first period, arguably, you know, uh, certainly the penalties didn't help, but there wasn't much to show for it. And second period, certainly an awful lot better. But what, what was your take? You know, I thought, I thought in part it may have been because you know Northeastern is a pretty dangerous offensive team. Uh, Mark Denny talked about that earlier this week, and, and I mean, it's, it's no, it's no secret. You look at their numbers; they've got a lot of guys that can score. So I, I wondered when I saw it this morning, you know, how much of that is is just trying to have some good two-way players on each of the lines. You know, because you take that like that Alfred Larson line with Mike Babcock and, and Matt Tibble, who's been together for a while. Those guys are all kind of separated. Uh, Tyler Irvine's on a, on a different line than Mike Babcock, and those guys are, are pretty similar players. So, uh, you know, it almost looked to me like they were trying to balance out the lines a little bit, maybe in an effort to make sure you had some good defensive wingers and, and some good defensive forwards uh, on each line. you got Irvine on the second line. Uh, you know, you got Jace Henning on the, on, excuse me, on the first line, Jace Henning on the second line. Uh, you know, really, Babcock and Kramer in the third line, and then the whole fourth line is all pretty good with Petty, uh, Drevich, and Tibbet, and that, that two-way defensive forward. So that, that's what I think, you know, maybe part of it, I don't know, um, but I, I thought it was definitely maybe in an effort to try to slow down what's a pretty, pretty fast pace and, and 
goal scoring Northeastern offense. Uh, Craig Pantano had, uh, I guess, you know, his worst game in that 6 6 tie with Providence a couple of weeks ago after a 5 1 lead at the end of one. I, I think this uh, this game tonight, I mean, you look at the goals that have beaten him, there's nothing he could have done about it the first period. Frankly, I was surprised they got out of it only down 2 nothing. the way that that, period, that first period went. It could have been an awful lot worse. And then, uh, you know, the chance, the goal that was scored in the second period won a rebound right on the doorstep. Again, he made the save, and he's made a number of pretty good saves tonight. He continues to play well. Yeah, I mean, the, the first two are on tips, and then that second one is is kind of on a broken play where a guy tries to throw the puck on net. He gets blocked, and the puck just sort of, you know, squeaks out over the side of him. So, yeah, it's a hard time blaming them on any of the three, to be honest with you. Certainly the two tips, you know. Uh, I think it's hard to blame a goal anytime the puck's tipped like that. It's hard enough to see the puck as it is when it changes direction three, four feet in front of you. Uh, it's even harder, so... Uh, yeah, I mean he's two. Uh, I mean, in part of that too, you wonder. Okay, so uh, and I'd be, I'd be interested on, on their their thoughts on this. We'll have to, you know, obviously ask after the game. But is that something where you say, okay, we're going to do a better job in front of our own net? Uh, you get two two pucks that are tipped by guys in front, and then you kind of get outworked for a loose puck in front of your own net. So uh, that that could be part of that. So you know what I thought was interesting? I think the two tips that happened in the first period were both actually the guy wasn't directly in front of the goaltender. He was actually out beyond beyond the top of the crease a little bit and you had a defender between him and the goaltender and then uh, the Northeastern player in this case it was uh, first picking and then Stevens were both able to they were free, they were wide open there and were able to do what they wanted to try to, to get a stick on, on a puck there. Maybe that's more a case of, you know, they talk about especially on the penalty kill trying to get bodies and sticks in lanes and maybe just not being able to do a good enough job of that in that first period. Yeah, and you know, give credit to Northeastern too. I mean, we talked about how good they are offensively. they got really good puck skills and uh, you know, you can, you can tell. I mean, you look at those lines. I mean, Dylan Sakur is on their second line. He's a guy that you know could potentially. He's probably going to be on the Canadian Olympic team. Well, they split up Gaudet and Sakur, you know, so they were on the top line together. They were, yeah. And Gaudet's a guy that could be on the U.S. Olympic team. So you, you've got you've got some guys here that can score that, that have that have big time futures and, and potentially could be. This is Gura. I know. I don't think he's. I don't think he's up there with the leading scores nationally right now. But I think by the end of the year, he's probably going to be a guy we're talking about as a potential Hobie candidate. So he's right. He's right behind Gaudet. So in as far as points, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, they're they're a really good offensive team. <laughs> uh, so you know you don't want to take anything away from them because they can do some special things. Uh, I want to touch on a few things briefly. Some of them we might have to wait for tomorrow night. But since we talked about Olympic team, uh, Carl Stollery. Uh, to a great start now from Merrimack defenseman of course uh, played on that great 2011 team and has a great chance to make the Canadian Olympic team and, and play in the Olympics in South Korea in February yeah he's uh, one of 25 players that they're taking I think it's called the Challenge One Cup uh, but they named the roster earlier this week he's one of 25 guys on that roster I don't know how many defensemen there are but uh, you know it certainly seems like he's one of the guys that they've, they've narrowed it down to when, when it comes to defense so that, that's a good sign for him and I know I was looking through uh, the potential candidates they had for, for defense on that team there's not a lot of guys with NHL experience. It's not about a ton. Stoller is one of the guys that has some NHL experience. He's got 25 games or so in the NHL. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, that'd be obviously great for him, good for Merrimack. And uh, it, it seems like he's potentially, oh, not potentially, he's on that short list, but potentially be on the roster. Here he is, as you know, what's going on recruiting-wise and so on. Uh, well, they, they got a commitment last week from Kevin Wall out of the Salisbury. They've actually, it's, it's interesting if you look, they've been able to recruit some local guys like, that, that maybe I don't think they would have gotten before that locker room project was done. Kevin Wall, Alex Jeffries, um, uh, the, 
Jones, uh, they signed Jonathan Young, uh, who's a different player that can play for the Golden State Islanders uh, in their NCBC team, and then also uh, you know some others. Um, Michael Kessel, that's what I'm So uh, those are, are some, some big-time local recruits. I mean, Michael Kessel is a B-rated prospect in the NHL draft now. B-rated prospects usually go in the third round or so. So, uh, you know, they've, they've gotten some guys that I think maybe before that locker room project they wouldn't have gotten. Uh, so I think we see some of that investment start to pay off. All right, third period coming up here. Warriors down 3-0. Uh, thoughts on what we can look to see here in third? I think they get it. I mean, if they play the way they played in the first 10 minutes of the second, they should get themselves some goals. And, you know, at this point, you're down 3 nothing going to the third. The likelihood of you coming back and, and winning this game, obviously, pretty low. So uh, I think at this point, you, you want to get points, and you can get have a three-goal period. Great. Uh, you know, if not, you want something to build off of going tomorrow. So a couple of goals can, can certainly help that. Yeah, no question about it. I also, I do believe in stick with the process, you know, that it's, eventually it'll pay off. I think they did a lot better, more better things in the second period, and so you want to try to continue to, to stick with that. Mike, thanks as always. We may chat with you again tomorrow night as well. Either way, folks, check out his work at themacreport.com and also the Eagle Tribune. Pick up a copy if you're in the Valley. Otherwise, theeagletribune.com. Uh, he'll be having some work there as well. Thanks a lot, Mike. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. All right, that's Mike McMahon. He's been with us. The score at the end of two periods of play is Northeastern 3, Merrimack nothing. John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.